This is Colin, he has a problem He has a lot of DVDs and some of them he hasn't seen So he's gonna grab his son and they're gonna watch each one until the pile is empty These films are still under wraps, still under wraps Unwatched, unloved and still under wraps, still under wraps, still under These films are unwatched, unloved and still under wraps Hello dear listener and welcome to Still Under Wraps, my name is Colin and with me as always is my fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. What you been up to? More Bond, more Marvel, I've actually been moving further ahead of where everyone else is at on Marvel, getting Uh a little impatient, just sort of want to get through it, (laughs) because there's a lot of it. There is heaps of it. I'm just trying to think of what we're up to next for... for, Oh, I'm not going to be here Friday. I'm going to be camping on Friday. I'm going to be uh, off on the east coast of Tasmania on a wonderful island called Mariah Island under canvas for the first time in um, too many years and I'm going to be embarrassing myself by how unfit I am in front of a bunch of... uh, I don't know. I was going to say rowdy scouts, but I don't know. I, I haven't even met these scouts. So um, so no Marvel for me, except for marvellous aches and pains, I suspect. Blaseball continues apace. Uh, the Baltimore Crabs won their third championship and ascended to the big leagues, uh, where they have lost every single game against teams that we cannot see. And do not know of. Right. Um, As is the way of such things. Uh, the the hall monitor, a giant squid, uh, brought down um, previously incinerated players as the hall stars, and they managed to defeat the shelled one. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we do now have corporate overlords. And those corporate overlords have decided to make everyone's lives harder by awarding wins or taking away wins based on arbitrary events. Dear listener, if you are feeling like you have suddenly come into the middle of the 18th season of of this show and feel like you've missed a great deal in trying to understand what just occurred... Welcome to the club. So do I. <laughs> oh, no. The, the, this segment is, is not in an attempt to increase understanding in any way, shape or form. Well, you've succeeded. Well done. <sighs> yes. What else have I been up to? I have only just woken up. I have had a nap. Um, a nana nap. An old man nap. And so if I'm feeling like uh, I have even less of a clue, uh, that is why. I haven't even had an evening meal, dear listener. I am just... I'm, I'm taking one for the team. I'm going to uh, record as well as I can under the conditions. And I'm, I'm sort of feeling... Maybe that energy could be put to better use if the film uh, I was a little more enthusiastic about. Which sounds really weird, because I did end up buying this film... But uh, from recollection, it was very, very cheap. 
and um, it just got me curious enough to push me over the edge to um, put some cash on it uh, and that's it but it is a Sundance film I believe mm-hmm. um, which may or may not have anything going for it what are we watching today Thomas we are watching another earth it's over there it don't Actually, I'm wondering whether the reason I picked it up was because of a film that I watched for the first time when I was very, very young, um, which I believe was a Jerry Anderson film um, called Journey to the Far Side of the Sun, or in some countries it was called Doppelganger where a another earth is uh, detected on the the exact opposite side of the sun so it's not visible so and they send uh, a a crew to go and investigate well worth a look i think from recollection and yes it is on the shelf so please don't suggest that um I'll add it to the list of things that uh, have already been suggested for our What's on the Shelf segment. So we are watching not Journey to the Far Side of the Sun, not Doppelganger, but Another Earth. Please. It's still over there. (laughs) And if this was a visual medium, uh, you would know that Thomas just pointed in an arbitrary direction. Or it could be a particularly specific direction where the other earth is it's still over there (laughs) thank you um thomas would you please be so kind as to read the back of the rattly case and tell our dear listener what this film is supposedly about brett marling and william mapover mapover we're still having this problem i didn't look up the pronunciation in the last week and so i don't know Britt and William star as Rhoda and John, two people whose worlds collide after a tragic accident. Their intimate drama plays out against the astounding discovery of Earth 2, a parallel world that poses provocative and fascinating possibilities. Does a new Earth mean a chance at another life? Another destiny? Another self? The back of the case still does not offer any answers. It feels like it really should be saying... Who can say? <laughs> Would you be so kind as to release the contents of this film from its uh, cellophonated case? Yeah, it's one. It's one of those those El Cheapo cases too that that doesn't have the the particularly good locking mechanism. It's just the. What is he talking about? Are you talking about the cellophane? So, or no, the... The, the, the cellophane is, isn't the issue here. I'm talking about the case itself. So oh, you know okay. how a usual DVD case yes. has like a, a little rectangle in the middle of its indentation yes. and that indentation oh, so there's runs no, most of the way. Not even an indentation. The, the indentation is there, but oh. it's one of those small ones oh. with nothing in particular. Is it even large enough to, or designed to have one of those little red security locks stuck in it? I suspect not. Oh, listen to that cellophane goodness. Like, look at that. 
No, not that's, even divine. That's for... not a sign of a good case. Yeah. Oh. Wait for it, Thomas. Close back up again. Thank you. Thomas, would you be so kind as to... <laughs> Take two. Thomas. <laughs> you, you're taking advantage of my my recently awakened state um and oh, let's just get on with it thomas has just opened the case For releasing the time. releasing the gaseous cloud that uh has a curse upon it and so halfway through this podcast we will both die from the curse of the another world um and he's going to pop the dvd out of its case out of its cheap case with a cheap spindle oh it's even got a cheap spindle excellent he's going to pop it into the dvd player we're going to watch this film we're going to determine well i'm going to determine with possible uh interjections from thomas uh whether this film is worthy of staying on the shelf and we'll catch you on the flip side So, what did you think? I'm still trying to work that out. I'm in the same boat. I wanted to dislike it more, and mm. I wanted to like it more. And mm. it, it, it's completely perplexing. It, it's intriguing enough to, to create that, that conundrum... Um, but I don't know which side of the fence it falls. Mm. It's it's a bit slow. For a 90-minute film, it does take a while to get where it's going. Yep. This is an independent film, distributed by Searchlight. I don't know, did, did, 
did you feel it was obvious as an independent oh, v- film? Very, or? very much so. For better and for worse. Um, there were, I believe, if I, as I was watching the credits. So the guy who wrote it, also directed it, also edited it, um, very much a labour of love of this person. Um, and possibly... I don't know. There, there were there were certain shots that were seemed rushed and seen. He made a decision on a, an aesthetic that he wanted to take, and that may well have been um, due to uh, limits of crew and limits of um, finances and, and things like that. But it it still felt very rough around the edges and. A lot of that felt like it was. This is what I've got uh, as as far as how I can shoot things and what have you, and almost done roughly to cover up the fact that um, I'm. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. It it it, it had very much the the feeling of a. Um, a college, uh, somebody straight out of college, mm. making mm-hmm. it, but having enough finances to to make a a decent enough product. But again, if it was studio produced, I, I think it would have been tighter. It would have been shot better. It would have been so. I, yeah, and I think that's where I I'm I'm stuck with the not sure. Uh, you know, wanting to love it more and wanting to dislike it more. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm being really forgiving of it, if that makes sense. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like to take a dip into spoiler territory. Okay. This is a spoiler break, so if you don't want spoilers, then leave before this sound. I'm going to read the full blurb. Okay. Because as has been established, I, I I mentally edit these so that it's just what needs to be known. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here is the full blurb. This, quote, deeply emotional, extraordinarily profound, Claudia uh, Puig, Puig, USA Today, film became a must-see sensation at the Sundance Film Festival. Beautiful, bright and fearless, said the Associated Press, newcomer Britt Marling and fan favourite William Mapover, TV's Lost, star as Rhoda and John, two people whose worlds collide after a tragic accident. Their intimate drama plays out against the astounding discovery of Earth 2, a parallel world that poses provocative and fascinating possibilities. Does a new Earth mean a chance at another life, another destiny, another self? Quote, Another Earth is science fiction at its best, the Hollywood Reporter, with a mind-bending surprise ending that you will never forget. (laughs) Were you oh. expecting were you expecting at the end of that film with that specific scene for Rhoda to arrive home and find herself? Yes. Absolutely. 
Were you expecting that? I was expecting that, right. yes. Were you expecting more more spoilers? Were you expecting her to swap places with what's-his-face? I don't... John. I don't know how much I can say about that because I have a tendency to spoil myself on films while I am in the process of watching those films. (laughs) Dear. Oh, you're a shocker. You are an absolute shocker. Um, Yeah. There were certain tropes, I think, that it was ticking boxes for. Um, And uh, even though you'd held back that... uh, the spoiler-laden version of the what was on the back of the, the cover, I, I think there were certain predictions that were made in my head that, as to how things would eventually play out. And they pretty much did after certain other things happened. I, th- I think what impressed me most, though, was the fact that mistakes kept on being made and you were feeling sorry for characters but also getting completely frustrated with the, the mistakes they were making mm. as well um it's just, just a a weird mix of really good and really average and but but mixed well enough for it to to still confuse me okay Okay. I'd love to know the budget. Uh, I do know that Mapover was paid $100 a day. Okay. He was interested in the story and... Actors do what actors do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Budget, $100,000. Wow. Okay. Um, Every cent of that was on the screen. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very impressed with that, um, but 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 also that the feeling that I suspected um, that the budget was low, but I wasn't. I honestly wasn't expecting that low. So, wow. Okay. Um, uh, what was John's name? The the actor who played John. Uh, William Mapover. Yeah. The other frustration that I had was that um, I believe he played one of the nastiest characters in Bones that, that you were just you just hated. Um, he was nasty, nasty, villainous type. Um, I'm sure it's the same guy. I'm looking through. I'm looking through. I'm not seeing bones on this Wikipedia filmography list. Aren't you? Okay, evil twin brother then. Uh, he was in an episode of NCIS. Uh-huh. He was in a few episodes of Lost. Did two episodes of Robot Chicken. <laughs> Alright. Huh. A few episodes of The Mentalist. But no bones. No. Huh. Not that I'm seeing. Well, there we go. I was wrong. Um, anyway. <laughs> okay. So, my my feelings on this film 
are as follows. This is a film with interesting ideas that doesn't really use those ideas to their full potential. With acting that's a little dreary, a little flat, and which goes on for 10, 20 minutes longer than it actually needs to. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. It, it, you, you, you get what you paid for, and what was paid was $100,000, and... Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I will reiterate that I, I felt uh, there was more than $100,000 in that. But I'm also still caught as to whether that remains on the shelf or not. Uh, there's there's some some nice bits of soundtrack in there and some forgettable bits of soundtrack in there it's it was serviceable <laughs> it it worked uh, a nice bit with a musical saw I've, I've i've never heard just one musical saw on its own there's a podcast called The Orbiting Human Circus of the Air, um, which uh, the, the, the specifics of the podcast itself aren't actually important, but um, the, the producer of that podcast um, made a album which very heavily features the musical saw called The second imaginary symphony for cloud making um it's 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 a story album it narrated yeah, but right. with a heavy emphasis on a lot of musical saw music <laughs> i don't know where i'm going with this i don't know right? either um, um uh, just so you know dear listener there is a scene where somebody plays a saw and i was curious as to, to know um, I, I'm glad that you went in that direction because mm. I was curious to know whether you were familiar of the saw being used as a musical instrument. Oh, yeah. Good, yeah. yes. Um, so that, that at least establishes that. Um, uh, and whoever was playing it um, in the film did a pretty good job. It's it's not an easy instrument to play, uh, much like a theremin um, and a trombone where there aren't specific... Or a fret, mm. fretless bass. Mm. Yes. Um, <laughs> All that being said, I don't think I will watch this film again. No. No. Do you think you will watch uh, this I film probably again? Probably won't either. Um, and it, it's probably the type of film that will now sort of drift off into... Um, Yes, I, I have seen it, and um, if I do get that urge again, um, I will probably be able to track it down on a, a streaming service and and won't feel particularly distraught if I can't, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the library is considerable, and but it's considerable because of the number of films that I do not want to lose access to. And uh, it continues to become um, increasingly obvious that streaming services are a fickle thing Mm. as far as um, access to 
two things. So, yes. Um, but no, I, I'm, I think it will make way for uh, something else that uh, um, I, I would rather be preserving. I don't, I don't want to add another bookcase to the hall. So, <laughs> so um, but, but this is probably... Stop buying films. <laughs> and I, and my, my purchases have very much um, reduced um, in recent years. Um, but uh, this is probably the most reluctant decision of not staying on the shelf, but it, it is very much determined in this circumstance as to whether I would, in all honesty, watch it again. And uh, you're probably right. I, I probably won't, but I am far gladder that I have seen it than I was expecting. Mm -hmm. um, it was far less of a, a disappointment than I was expecting and also far less of a disappointment than a number of films that have ended up on that stack of uh, no longer on the shelf. Do you have anything else you wish to say about it? No. No? No, I think that's it. All right, then. So uh, we shall move on. What's on the shelf? Battle Royale. We've got a lot of suggestions. Gotta get through them now. Or at least some of them. We've got to work that out. What's on the shelf? Battle Royale. Right. So, last week, what I said was that uh, <laughs> last week's episode was the seventh last episode of this series. Yes. This is the seventh last episode yes, of this series. Yes, we have had a curious situation that, that we may r possibly reveal when circumstances arise to reveal it. It has become increasingly likely that such circumstances will arise. Uh, yes, yes, it will, but... Um, there has been a film added to the list of unwatched, unloved, and still on the well, and not, still under wraps. Well, yes. Well, <laughs> we'll get to that when it we, comes up. We we will. So, uh, so we've got still seven episodes mm -hmm. to go, and how many uh, suggestions are there on the there list? There are forty-six on there. Uh, okay. I've done the math. We Good. will be selecting seven. Seven. Okay. Um, so, would you be so kind as to uh, spin the randomizing random randomometer? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I've got to... Hold on. And then, then I can do that. And then... Hold on. Hold on. I'm getting there. This is the and stuff there. that I usually and, edit and, out. And... and uh, powered by random.org's random integer set generator. Boop. Oh, it's never made a boop noise before when we've activated. <laughs> can, can you really remember that? <laughs> no. No. We're, we're here up in the... The high 70s. Yeah. Um, can, can I really remember it? Uh, all, the main thing I can remember about this uh, podcast 
is the extreme number of times where I have got to Tuesday on the week Mm -hmm. and thought, I cannot remember what movie we're watching tomorrow. That that's that's my main memory of this mm-hmm. whole podcast is not being able to remember what was selected to be watched um, that week. Uh, so. th- for a while, I did have a reminder on my iPad, just letting me know which it was. But at this point, there are a few <laughs> enough films that's on right. the list that that's I right. can actually remember. Yeah. Well, when I went to check today, because it was uh, I had the filter on as to. Uh, films that are unwatched, unloved, and still under wraps. And as Another Earth starts with A, it was ah, right there on the screen. One. And then, oh. That one right there. Yeah. Uh, so, seven from the 46. That is correct. Okay. Yes. Number nine. Mm-hmm. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. And now a soundscape. <laughs> I'm missing something. Revolution number nine, the Beatles. Oh, song! My goodness, the weird one. Right. Okay. Good. Anyway, uh, it's. I'm it's, showing my real mm. ignorance. Um, obviously, before my time. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know why I'm even bringing up Revolution number nine. It's, no, it's what is number nine? Number nine. Number nine, number nine. Uh, Helen. Hi, Helen. Suggests. Yes. District nine. Oh, that, that's fortuitous. That, that is. Number nine. I'm, I am shocked at this coincidence. Yes. Have you seen District nine? No. I have. I have seen District nine. There's a note here. There is an interesting note that I can imagine what it is going to say. Is it going to say in brackets? It, it was says, on the shelf. It was on the shelf, and it was yes disposed of with Elysium. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, I, I, I Blomkoft or whatever his name is. Excuse the botching up of his name. Um, both of them went. Uh, District 9, uh, less enthusiastically so, but um, again, the circumstance of am I going to watch that again? Um, yes. So it is not on the shelf anymore and it wasn't on the shelf when it was suggested. So that gets one solitary point mm-hmm. and no multiplier. Okay. Number 13, M. Hi, Em. Suggests the Polar Express, <laughs> which I am told uh, by this uh, listing uh, is from 2004? That long ago? Yes, that long ago. <sighs> yep. I've seen it. I've seen it too. It's on the shelf. It is. It's a weird little film. It's a weird little film and um, it doesn't get... We have that collection of Christmas films that get watched every year. That ain't one of them. <laughs> uh, I, I think mainly because of its weirdness. It's just... What, what's that word that they use? Uncanny Valley. Yeah, the Uncanny Valley Syndrome. Yes. Three three solid points for uh, Polar Express and, and that's it. You see that character over there? 
and that one, and that one. Those are all Tom Hanks. They are all Tom Hanks. <laughs> uh, that one that's not voiced by Tom Hanks, secretly underneath. Tom it's Hanks. It's Tom Hanks. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, well done, M. Uh, three solid points. Yes, indeed. Number 14. Mm-hmm. There's a note next to this one. Right. But we'll get to that. We will. Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Suggests what dreams may come. And the note, in all caps, is two words. Must watch. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking, I'm sure I have put a note on this, and it is must watch. It is. Which tells you a lot of things that you can probably guess, Jeff. It tells you, first and foremost, that he hasn't seen it. Yes. It doesn't tell you whether I've seen it. It doesn't. I haven't seen it. He hasn't. It doesn't tell you <laughs> if it's on the shelf. Hmm. It's not. It is not. So, zero solid points there, Jeff. <laughs> and I feel really bad about that. And I still must watch What Dreams May Come. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we, we come down quite a bit here. Do we? Number 30, Lee. Hi, Lee. Suggests, hey, hey, remember, remember that theme we had going on uh, with the robot? Those, those, no, the, no, those films mix. that don't exist. Oh, the films that don't the, exist. This is one of those films that doesn't exist. Ah. The Matrix Revolutions. Ah, uh, which scores one point for me having watched it, mm, and even though it doesn't else. exist. Yes, absolutely and nothing else. No multiplier. One point, Lee. Okay, I. I, I need to make sure, just just for my own recollections, that this is definitely a real film with <laughs> this with this specific subtitle. <laughs> because, okay, Ooh. I'm pretty sure it doesn't have this specific subtitle, but we'll get to that. Right. Okay, at number forty-one, Lee. Hi, Lee. Suggests oh. <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit Free. Smokey is the Bandit. Now I'm pretty sure that's the one with the mechas in it, isn't it? N- no. Oh no. I'm pretty sure that this film does not have the subtitle "Smokey is the Bandit." <laughs> it's actually called Smokey and the Bandit Part Three. Mm-hmm. It has no subtitle. Um, but all of this is largely irrelevant, since yeah, neither since of us have watched it, no. and it's not on the shelf. It's not, Lee. Noble effort to veer off into film suggestions that don't contain mechas. Well, again, I could be wrong. It may well do, because I haven't seen it. <sighs> Real roller coaster of a segment, this one. It really is. Number 42, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Suggests... Yes? The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe. I have watched The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe. I have indeed, too. I have also watched the BBC miniseries, The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe. I have watched that, too. So that comes off the list but that's a tv series so it wasn't on the list in the first place um yes um a good solid guess suggestion 
that is uh, worthy of being on the shelf also. And is. And is. But was pre-Blu-ray days. Mm-hmm. So only on DVD. Three solid points for Jeff. Okay. And finally. Mm-hmm. Finally in this week. As long as the thing doesn't come up. Number 44. Helen. Hi, Helen. Suggests Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World. Which I've not seen. Uh, which I feel really guilty about. Uh, and there was a, I suspect, a, um, a punt after listening. To, Helen must have listened to it very early. Or not. No, that doesn't make sense. That's another Peter Weir film. Yes, it is. Yes. That it would have been, if it was suggested because of this this podcast, it would have been the episode before when yes, we revealed was. what film we were talking about. Yes, that's right. Watching. Yes. Um, uh, look, we, we can talk about Helen for a moment. <laughs> can we? Yeah. Um um, so, oh, but, uh, let, let, let's just clear yes, up points there, though. Uh, two I, points. I've seen it. It it's is on the, the shelf, shelf, on DVD, and uh, at, no at, multiplayer. At most, I think I've heard some of the soundtrack. Right. Because I'm pretty sure you had the soundtrack somewhere at some point. Anyway, speaking of Helen... <laughs> Helen, we have a bit of a dilemma here. Yes. Our time zones are slightly out of whack, I think. Despite being in the same time zone. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, um, yes. Last, last week, um, somewhere during us recording... Oh, it was right after was, we finished. It, that's that's what I thought. It was right after it went pling, mm. right after we'd finished a recording, and uh, this specific suggestion came through. That's right. Late. Yes, and, and we we suspect that it might have been um, uh, trying to be before. Anyway, and, and so another suggestion from Helen came through. Early. Early, uh, but within the same yes. week. So... Um, <laughs> Which leaves us with a problem, and I am going to solve this problem thusly. Okay. Your suggestion, Helen, that you sent in earlier on this recording day will count for... Next week, and you may not submit a film next week. <laughs> That's cruel but fair. Despite <laughs> despite your protestations that, on average, you're still submitting one a week, we did already deal with that earlier in the series when we said, that stupid, just submit one a week. Right. Oh, okay. So there has been protestations, have there? Oh, yes, there have right. been protestations. I, I've missed, I've You've missed, missed all it. That. Right. Um, but there have <laughs> been protestations, and I am putting those protestations to rest now okay. by saying that's stupid <laughs> one a week. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. Otherwise, yes, we, we unleash the uh, dogs of war that we've managed to. 
carefully cram in back into their cages if, and uh, we'll end up with cats and dogs living together if, and mass hysteria. And If I look at the guesses tally, uh, Helen currently has 38 guesses in the list and we are on what I believe is episode 80, 81? 81, yes, last week yes. was 80. So... Say that I accept your proposition that, on average, you are allowed to submit one a week. We started on episode three. Yeah. Right? So... We're not opening up that Pandora's box. We're not. We've already had people come in halfway through the podcast and demand that they should be able to have hundreds of guesses because they've come in halfway through. But we're pretty sure you've been here since day dot. Yes, so... And that would be opening up to 40? 40 suggestions just from you in the next few weeks. We're we're just not going to go there. Don't try pulling the, uh, but I'm your sister stunt. (laughs) Or I'm your aunt stunt. That's just not going to stick. See, dear listeners, we are cruel but fair to everyone and and so we're 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 putting our foot foot foots down (laughs) um even even miles we're putting our miles down yes (laughs) even though i'm going to spend the weekend uh, hiking with said dear listener and Mm, mm -hmm. and said dear listener may have a big scout hunting knife Oh, except they probably don't anymore. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, anyway, I, I'm not so, going to face any consequences. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Next week, if uh, the show is released with only one compare, you you will you will know why. <laughs> um, okay, so that's that was the last one, wasn't it? That was the last one. Yes, Master and Commander got two points. And um, I, I have added that onto a, another list. And let's. Oh, I'm exhausted. I need some food. And. <laughs> we had toasted sandwiches tonight. You and did. You didn't. And I didn't. Um, so, <laughs> so let's rapidly move on so I can cook up something while I edit. Shake the phone and pick a film, and then we'll watch the film next week. Okay, Thomas, would you be so kind as to shake that gigantic faux phone iPad mini? I will most certainly cause it to vibrate through motions made by my hands. Excellent. (laughs) He has one job. I had one job, and it involved a whole one one finger. Okay. So, next week, and the week after that, and the week after that, we will be watching Bruce Willis as John McClane in... A series of die-hard movies. We we will be. Um, <laughs> we won't be seeing him in Die Hard. No. We won't be seeing him in Die Hard 2. Nope. 
but we will be seeing him in, in turn, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Die Hard 4.0, and A Good Day to Die Hard. I believe this one got put on the back burner at some point. It did point. get put on the back burner for, um, f- at some point. Um, um, but the back burner is very small now. It, it is extremely small. It's like a camp stove with only yeah. one burner. Everything, everything <laughs> left in the database is either on the back burner, is part of a box set that we've been through once before. Yes. Or it's one that he's dreading <laughs> because he wasn't expecting it. Uh, this is not one of those. No. Um, yeah, so we are going to be watching uh, Die... Die Hard uh, with, with a Vengeance next week, which on the back of this case has the following one-sentence <laughs> blurb. Oh, good. Samuel L. Jackson co-stars as McLean's reluctant partner in a white-knuckle race to stop a New York City bomber. Sounds like a die-hard film. It does, doesn't it? I wonder if it's set at Christmas time. Don't know what I, why I'm saying it sounds like a die-hard film. I personally have not watched any of them. No. And so over the next week I'll have Die Hard and Die Hard 2 to you watch. Will. One involving a skyscraper and one involving, one involving an airport. Airport, yes. And a wife. <laughs> um, yes, so next week, uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. No? Die Hard with a Vengeance, yes. Yes. Uh, we hope that you can join us. Some of you may have taken us off your... Uh, podcast uh, mm. <laughs> device um, subscription um, we're sorry to lose you <laughs> um, but those of you who are still with us please be with us next week and until then we'll catch you next time bye you have been listening to Still Under Wraps your hosts were Colin who produces and edits the show and Thomas who makes the artwork and music Still Under Wraps is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. Movies are selected at random through My Movies, an excellent piece of movie collection software. You can find links to that, as well as our quote-unquote blog and our Facebook group, in the show notes. Still Under Wraps is a High Hello production. He's going to pop it into the DVD player. We're going to watch this film. We're going to determine, well, I'm going to determine with possible uh, interjections from Thomas, uh, whether this film is worthy of staying on the shelf. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn. Decide two. Hey, I just thought of something. I don't even have to say mongrel. I do not have to put you down. All I have to do is just...
edit you saying turn to side two. And we could just go straight into the little bit of music that I play as soon as I say, we'll catch you on the flip side. Why have I not... Turn to side two. <laughs> Mongrel. <laughs> See, you haven't done it for so long <laughs> that you're locked in. I'm doomed. I'm doomed. It's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Eat your hubris <laughs> and like it. Is hubris like hummus? I don't know. I try to avoid it. Oh, I love hummus. Anyway, let's get on with this. Uh, I was talking about hubris. I'll do. Right. Mm. Was it with you? Was it? Um, wake up, Colin. Right. I think we can start the podcast now. I think I've got the levels right. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. Good. Good. Mm. But those of you who are still with us, please be with us next week. And um, until then, uh, how do I finish this? I don't know. I can't remember. I, I, I can never remember. Bye for now. You, you no? sh- usually you remember and say it and then yes. I say bye. Okay. Uh, Cat- we'll, catch you next time? We'll, yes. Yes, there until we go. Until then, we'll catch you next time. Bye. We'll edit it in post. <laughs> Good. Fix it on set. <laughs> you are nothing but a practical effect. Okay. <laughs>